our physical health is one of the cornerstones of prosperity. If we don't have health, I don't believe that we can live a prosperous life in poor health. I, we can't. Hello there, Prosperity Seeker, and welcome to another episode of The Prosperity Approach with Allison Chavez. As always, I'm so thankful and grateful to you that you're spending some time either listening to this episode or watching this episode on YouTube. You have so many choices these days about where to put your attention, and I'm really honored that you're spending a little bit here with me. And I have got a very special guest to introduce you to today. And we're going to talk all things weight and mindset, especially for us women over 40. But before I introduce her, just a quick reminder, if you're listening to the audio version of this episode, be sure you're following the podcast on your favorite app. And if you're watching this on YouTube right now, we sure would appreciate it if you would hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so you're in the loop every time we drop a new podcast. So I am so excited to introduce you to my wonderful friend, Yvonne Stanton. And let me tell you just a little bit about her. Yvonne Stanton at the age of 55 lives with her fur baby, Sasha on the Sunshine Coast, which is Australia. For those of you who don't know the Sunshine Coast, she was bullied in her teens and also had a very tough marriage and divorce a few years ago. What she realized was that she was able to stack stress for most of her life. And now she helps her clients uncover and get to the root cause of their weight gain from being over 40, having stress, food addictions, sugar, and more. She is the founder of Your Total Wellness, and she helps professional busy women 40 to 60 stop dieting and enjoy the journey for crying out loud. Because to lose weight, it must be sustainable and to keep the weight off forever. There is no finish line. It's a lifestyle change to live your best life. Yvonne, welcome to the Prosperity <laughs> Approach. It's fabulous to be here, Allison. Oh man, I was on your podcast like last year and fell in love with you. And we just like created this friendship. And I was like, I want to share my audience with you. And so, or share you with my audience. It's the same thing. Um, so I'm just so excited that you're here. And and can I just can I just brag on you for just a second? For those who are watching on YouTube, will you show us your amazing arms? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> But I was like, those guns, your arms are amazing. And, and you were like five pound weights. That's all I do are five. And I'm like, wait, what? So yeah. So I'm, I'm really, really excited to have you on. So thank you. Thank you so much for being here with me and with us today to share your expertise and your experiences and all the things. Thank you so much. And yes, five pound weights, just been consistent. <laughs> yeah, that, like that's what it is. And you know what? I I really love that we got to stop dieting. We got to stop dieting. We got to enjoy the journey. Well, I mean, we have all heard, especially at this stage in our life, that it's it's a journey. It's not about the destination. We're never really done. But I didn't really believe it. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's a lifestyle choice. This is a lifestyle, not a diet. But I would find myself like hitting my goal weight. And then I would be like, oh, all right, it's over. Now I can go back to normal, <laughs> right? So for years, yeah. I'll do my 20s and 30s up and down and up and down all over the place. I think I've got, got it dialed in now. I've I've maintained my ideal weight for four years. So I think I've got it dialed in now. But but let's let's talk about like mindset. Let's talk about what do you do to release weight over 40? Like let's start there. Sure. Well, we you and I know mindset is everything. Yeah. And 
if you don't believe you can lose the weight, you are then make, it is just your mind. It will never let you lose the weight. It is a mindset tool and you have to change that in everything, right? In anything in life. If you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. That saying's been around and I don't know who said it. Was it Jack Kenfield? I can't remember, but. Oh, I think it was even before him. I think it was like Henry Ford or. Yes, I'm sure it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it is absolutely the gold, right? It is what keeps you going. It what takes you out of the game. It's what keeps you being consistent, saying I'm tired and I don't feel like it, you know, and you just have to switch that mindset. We are accustomed to using, and can I just talk about the the brain? Because you and I yeah. know this. Oh, yes. So I love it. This back brain, it's meant to protect us, right? So it keeps us safe. And this is not my philosophy. This is science, right? This is just science. So this back brain will continue to keep us in the same place year after year, day after day. So when we want to change our mindset and our goals, wanting to release weight, It has to start with a new mindset, which is using our front lobe. This is where our new habits, our new person that we want to be is here. And it takes time. This doesn't just swap over, but there are tools that you can use. And it is about setting the intention and also saying to yourself, I'm in, I'm in the right place. I'm, I'm losing weight. You know, you got to start changing those thoughts up here. Mm-hmm. And creating those affirmations in your mind, then you do the action. And that's sort of how it starts to finally make sense. And you start seeing and doing and taking action. But the mindset is the driver. Like you can start this. This is let's just talk about the new year. The new year comes and what is everybody doing? Joining gyms, joining a 12 week program, doing the gut release, all these reset my metabolism. Like you hear all these fad diets everywhere, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Gym is no different. Everybody goes, they're motivated. They go for a week. Yes, they go for two weeks. And then they start going, something comes up. And they start dropping off, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I love my gym. I'm there six days a week. And all through January, I'm like, oh my gosh, when will these people just like let go of their resolutions already? And then usually by the third or the last week of January, then everything is back to normal in the gym and we don't have to share machines or weight or anything like that. But yeah, I year after year after year, that's what happens. Right. And why they do that is because they think, oh, I started the new year. I've got to change. Mm -hmm. But it's not that kind of change. It has to be. And this is where the mindset comes into. This is not a diet. This has got to be the long term and the new habits that you're going to do forever. Mm -hmm. Like you go to the gym. I go to the gym. Why do you think I look like that? That doesn't just stay. Like I have to keep doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like we don't just wash our hair once or regularly for a month. And then we never have to wash our hair again. Like Exactly. (laughs) Brushing your teeth. We do it morning and night, sometimes in between if you work from home, like me. (laughs) Right? So it's the consistency that we keep doing it. But when our mind, so when we start the gym because it's 2023 and we're like inspired and I don't think it's even inspiration. We just feel motivated to start something new. Mm -hmm. And motivation doesn't last. That's why you drop off. It's the inspired action that gets you to be motivated when it's becoming that new thing. 
that new daily habit mm-hmm. and telling yourself the reason why you're doing it. I am, I am working out four days a week. I am getting fitter for, you know, not four days a week. You say that, but mm-hmm. these are the new things that you have to be telling yourself and writing them down. Oh yeah. Writing one down is key is absolutely key as well. And, and I'm just, yeah, I've just started, I've just started doing that, writing them down like every day. Like I had to write it down initially and then I would just like think it to myself, yeah. but I would think it all day long, which is why I was successful in that. It's why anybody's successful in that. Cause you're changing your identity in that. Um, but I just recently started writing down like my top five things that I want to create this year and pens mm-hmm. and paper slows me down. I have to focus. And while I'm writing it out, it's the same sentence every single day that I'm writing, but I'm, I can't help but go there in my mind because I'm That's focused right. on it. And then I'm picturing it and it's just, and then I can feel it. And oh yeah, it's, it's so, so powerful. But I think these, and, and I love these, like these are little mindset hacks that everybody knows about, but very, very few people do them because they tell themselves, oh, well, I don't have time. 1%. Yeah. Right. This yeah. the 1% percenters that, that really keep it going um, in, in those new habits. And what you think about grows. So when we focus on, this is the belief, right? So if you don't think you can lose the weight, and unfortunately, the diet industries failed us right? Oh yeah. Not meant to actually give you success long-term. It's meant to restrict you to giving up carbs or or giving up the foods you love, giving up wine, like all these things that are unnormal, um, seriously, because it isn't sustainable. And what was I just saying there? My mindset just went, but it's the, it's the, the writing the band. What was I saying? Yeah, the, the dieting industry had failed us. Yes. We so don't we don't, we have limiting beliefs then, right? Because we don't yeah. think we can do it. We yeah. have failure. And this is why we have to like write it down, tell ourselves, keep doing it every day, rep- repeat, 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 because you're creating that new thinking in yourself. Mm-hmm. Let, let's, in the belief. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So let's talk about when we hit 40. And what changes and like, because I really think that a lot of women, that a lot of women and and men too, like we hit a certain age and it's just like, all right, I give up and I'm just going to love myself for who I am. And yeah, it's important that you like sincerely love yourself for who you are, but, but also that you take care of this one and only body that you have so that you're energized and you're healthy and you've got vitality and all of that. But tell us what happens Tell us what happens in our forties and why it's why it's more of a struggle. Sometimes, okay. I that well, word, and and to be honest, I remember feeling at forty like my my metabolism changed. Something changed, even in my own you know routine that I had. I had put on a little bit of weight and I had to refocus. And what I've learned and what I know now <laughs> is that we change. Like our daily habits change at 40 because normally the kids are off, like, especially being a parent and I don't have children, but I had stepkids at the time, but our lives just change. And, and I think also because what we hear is that at 40 things change again. So what's coming at us is starting to affect how we think. And now we're worried about putting on weight because we're 40. We hear, oh my gosh, it's menopause, it's perimenopause. And now we're putting this stuff in our head, expecting everything. That's why I'm putting on weight. This is why I'm changing. This is why it's all happening to me. Mm -hmm. 
things that change in our 40s is normally, especially as women, we're not as active. We're not moving the same way anymore. We're not um, thinking the same way anymore. And to keep ourselves back and being the same, like we change as human beings, period, Mm -hmm. but our bodies will change if we're not staying consistent. So what has happened at 40, or is, is it more about the question, what happened before you hit 40? What changed in your habits? What changed in your exercise routine? What changed in your eating? What changed in your thinking? What stresses come on you? What, because family life, life gets stressful, I think, you know, Mm -hmm. in our younger years as we're transitioning with kids and family, Mm -hmm. um, work related, moving, like there's so many things, right? So that's what we sort of have to always go back to what has changed in our life to get us where we are. And then you look at, why did it change? And then what we can do in our forties to get back into that healthiness and vitality and have that confidence. That's fascinating. I've never heard anybody explain it like that, that it really isn't so much the internal change in our bodies though, that like, that's a real thing as we progress yes. through life, like our bodies go through changes, but what did, what did our activity, what was our activity level? Like, what was our eating like, like what, what outside of us? changed that that we do actually have control over like you don't ever accidentally eat anything like no. <laughs> oh you know I, I guess unless you're like you you pop ambien and then you you sleep eat that's what my brother did when he was taking ambien then he was like no I can't I can't do this and that that's super scary but like we we really like we eat mindlessly we eat unconsciously yeah. but we're conscious yeah. when we do it yeah and so like <laughs> And and nine times out of 10, this is the thing is that you're not even tracking, you don't even know. So you're just Mm -hmm. eating. And some people go to I used to, you know, you go to the kitchen, you have a couple of cashews here, you're having a couple more cashews there, you're having a chocolate over here. Well, let me tell you all that matters. Because it is different at our 40s, -hmm. 40s, everything, whatever we could do in our 20s and 30s, which were the fad diets, not eat for a day exercise, like I could run and feel five pounds lighter, I could in your 20s, even in my 30s, in your 40s, what you were doing, in the past just does not work anymore. It is done. You cannot do that anymore. Your body now is tired. It's been unhealthy doing those fad diets uh-huh. and it needs to know it's being fed. And I know this is re- this is all about, you know, um, releasing weight here, but it's, it's, it is a change in our body And if you think that you're just putting on weight because of this and you're blaming that, that's where you have to really take a look at yourself and ask yourself better questions. What am I doing? Am I moving every day? Am I working on my strength? What am I eating? Maybe I shouldn't be having those chocolates. Maybe I shouldn't have that piece of cake. Choose what's important to you and and monitor it. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think, and I think too, we we have this really big hiccup over tracking because tracking is like budgeting, right? So now I have to restrict. Here's my calories and I can only have this many. This like this was my thinking for years and years and years. I'm like, you're not the boss of me. So like I had this like internal rebel that was just like, you can't do this. And then of course the negative self-talk was just absolutely overwhelming about how this was bigger than me. But I actually... Um, I, I track what I eat every day because to your point, even though we're like, this is not a big deal. Like it's still calories, like the two cashews here and the three cashews there and the two squares of chocolate. Like, even though 
we tell ourselves it doesn't matter, our body is going to utilize it. And if we're eating more, if we have more energy than we're expending, it's going to save it. Like this is just like, this is thermodynamics. This is physics. This is is real actual science here. And when I could wrap my mind around that, like if I, like if I, there was a saying, if you bite it, you write it just so that you're tracking your data, not because you're saying anything bad about yourself or anything good about yourself. Just like, where am I? Where am I? And how am I feeling? How is my body responding? Am I getting enough energy through food? throughout the day? Do I need to up it? Do I have too much? Do I need to lower it? But just like, how can I really take care of my body so that in my fifties and my sixties and my seventies, I can still travel and I can still walk and I'm not aching and all of those things. But I do want to, but I do want to ask you about this weight training. I want to talk about like weight training. Is it important and why? Yes, it is important. And the reason it's important is because as we're aging, and especially as we get into our 40s and then 50s, you see it. Muscle, we we are losing muscle so quickly daily. And also our estrogen. So it pulls a really big effect on women as with our bodies. And here's the thing. I want you to think about if you don't do some weight training, first of all, it also helps with your eating capacity, right? Because fat is a, it's very heavy, it's lard. And when we build muscle, it's tight and and dense. Okay. Mm -hmm. And people think they, when they have more muscle, they weigh more. That is just, that is a myth. That is not true. One pound is one pound. It's going to be, it's either going to be tight and fight, tight and secure, or it's going to be loose, flabby and gross. Okay. So, but when we are fitter and we have muscle, first of all, it's supporting our bones. So I am turning 56 this year and I don't feel my age and I've had some falls over the years. And all I say is, thank goodness I am weight training because I could have broken an, uh, a wrist. I could have broken something. I broke my toe not long ago. And, but I had, you know, the strength work helps with the metabolism. It helps with the burning constantly through the day. And you really see it when you are doing it and you have that muscle built because it is a little gobbler behind the scenes, working behind the scenes for you. And it is important to support the bones as we're aging to get into your 60s. What's the point of being at 60 and you've got to, and you have to have, it doesn't matter about the weight then. What if you just can't even walk around and you have to use a cane? Getting mm-hmm. up and down a, on a chair. These things mm-hmm. can become difficult yeah. if we're not doing and thinking about that now. And let's face it, years go by fast. When you hit 50, all of a sudden, like it feels a decade. I can't believe I'm going to be 56. So I can't either because you look like you're my age. <laughs> I know. I say I'm 40. See, that's what I tell myself. So that's why. <laughs> but it is something that I I know that it's super important to be eight to as you're aging because I want to be traveling. I want to be able to do whatever I want to do when I'm 70. I don't even say 60 now because that is already. I know I'm going to be fine. Now I'm thinking about my 70s and my 80s. The importance of that doing that now is why you want to have that vitality and that long life and not have to have diabetes, have a heart attack reasons, like your health, if you're not putting your health forward and first, you won't be that age in a healthy state. So the weight training is going to help with all of that. And that is the importance. And I know you do larger weights. Mm -hmm. And it's really finding what works for you. 
Like I've never done it. I don't refer it to my clients because most of my clients are in their fifties. And I think there's a, if you don't do it properly, there's a lot of injuries that are happening in the mm-hmm. back end that people don't know about, but I also share that you don't need to. So it's a choice. You can do, you know, a lot of those bigger weights, but like I've said, I've used five pound weights. That is it. And my own strength with doing planks, doing push-ups. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many things that we can do that cost nothing to make the time. So there's no excuses. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing too. I used to hate weight training. I I used to hate it in my twenties and my thirties. I was all about like aerobics and cardio all the time. So I have a really strong heart, but I didn't have strong muscles because of just, because like in the eighties and the nineties, it was all about aerobics. It was all about cardio. And there was not, there's really not emphasis on weight training. And that was, you know, I was in my teens in the nineties. And so so that like that was that was the pill I took and that was what I subscribed to and so that, there was a, like a lot of resistance when I first got into weight training but I'll tell you what I love it so mm. much and since we talked last year when you were like you don't need those heavy weights I actually had surgery several months ago so I can't I can't do this same level of intensity that I did because I'm in a long recovery process and and I'm not willing to like injure myself. And so I've always been very careful about form and everything with, with weight training, even when I very first began. Um, But I think about you all the time and I'm like, you know, I can just do these five pounders. Like I'm feeling the burn. I'm feeling this. This is really great. And I don't have to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and yeah, like doing your own body weight. In fact, I had leg day today and it was all with my own body weight. I was at the gym. So I got on the, I got on some of the machines, some of the leg press machines and, and things like that. So there were weights involved with that, but I'll tell you what, holy cow, I'm sitting here and my butt hurts. And so that's it. Like I had a, I had a great workout. Most of it was just with my own body weight. Because when we use our own body weight as well, you're getting the leaner muscles, right? It's working different muscles. You're really targeting. That's why I have such definition. And you, the, the definition comes from those lower weights. I know, a, I know it's a leaner muscle, right? I'm not building big muscles. I'm building really small lean muscles. And that is the difference of the, of what the difference of um, the weights that you use as well. And, you know, cardio, I want to talk about cardio because there's a real thing going around about cardio. Don't do cardio. Don't be running in your fifties because of the loss of muscle tone and blah, blah, blah. And I will share with you that I was depleting my muscle last year. And, you know, it was not about it. I was only doing cardio. So there was the first thing because I wasn't doing my weight training. And there you go. So the weight training, as long as you're doing also the weight training, cardio is super important for your heart. Mm-hmm. There's so many endorphins you get when you're doing something at a at a cardio aerobic level that you mm-hmm. don't get from weights. It mm-hmm. is they're they're like they're two different pies. And I believe they come together really nicely. And they give you a really good feeling when you combine the two, even if it's a, you know, a a brisk 20 minute walk and then go home and do 15 minutes, you will feel satisfied Mm -hmm. with what you achieved. Yes. Yes. I combine my cardio with my weight. So I'll do the weights, then I'll hop on the treadmill and, and it's wonderful. And I love it. And, and. And this is a really important conversation we have because our physical health is one of the cornerstones of prosperity. If we don't have health, I don't believe that we can live a prosperous life in poor health. We can't. 
Look at no. all of the sick people around you. I have a dear friend who's my same age. I'm we're 46 and, and she moves like a 60 year old and she's in, in constant pain and has, and she's had health issues her whole adult life, but it's just, it just is heartbreaking to see that, that she, you know, she can't, she, she couldn't like our family's going to Italy later on this year. And we're going, we're, we'll be walking six miles a day. That's not going to be a problem because we're active and we're moving. And, you know, and I feel like my heart just hurts for people who, who aren't able to enjoy that level of life and that kind of a lifestyle because they don't have, they don't have their health. And it's such an easy, it's, it's such an easy and simple fix. Well, it's about making yourself a priority. Yeah. And this is where people have not done that. And if you don't make yourself a priority and it's not selfish to be a, make yourself a priority, it's necessary. Yeah. My, right. my writing, my routine is in my phone. If you don't put yourself in your phone and you can't delete it, you can't put it in and go, I'm going to delete that today. <laughs> you have to put it in there and you need to be, keep yourself accountable. And that's why I recommend putting it in, but mine is in there. I have my time blocked out. I work out really early because I, I work, I start early and it is non-negotiable. I mean, there's times where I have to move it, but it gets moved, but I still do it because mm-hmm. I have my week plan. Mm-hmm. That's winning. And if what you have no, like, as you said, you're not going to, if you, if you're not healthy when you're 60, what kind of life is that? Yeah. And 70, because the world, we are living longer now right mm-hmm. in our society we mm-hmm. we i will be a hundred i know that and you're and I'll be running <laughs> i was gonna say you're gonna be walking you're gonna be jogging you're gonna be doing your weights like like all of that and it's and it's wonderful and you know i i i, I am positive that some people's minds are just like right now as you talk as you've talked about we don't have to have 100 pound weights and we don't have to try to bulk and we can work on like you blew my mind because you told me the light weight, the lightweights do the definition of the lean muscle. And that's what I want. I don't care about bulking up. I want nice definition in those lean muscles. So like, we got to talk after this a little bit longer <laughs> about <laughs> all of this. I need to get your workout <laughs> with your weights. And I know other people are thinking the same thing. So Yvonne, like I have loved this conversation and I can talk to you for days and days and days, mm-hmm. but I know people are going to want to know where do they find you? I know you have an awesome freebie. You've got a masterclass that's coming up. So tell us all the things. Fantastic. Well, it's been great ha- being here with you too. And yes, I love talking about this stuff. <laughs> and you're good at it. And it's so fun. Oh, it is fun. It is fun. Um, okay. So yes. Um, well, you can find me on Facebook and, um, I have my freebie. My freebie is my cheat sheet, which is the sustainable lifestyle strategies. And it's going to give you information about everything we've sort of talked about, about nutrition. It's going to talk about aging. It talks about, gives you some weight, some of my um, steps to do from home. So some weights and some routines that you can do from home. So it's a really great freebie and it's something to definitely start with. I have a masterclass coming up on the uh, what did I tell you? The 12th of April, 12th of April. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And so make sure you register for that. Um, I think it's the week after because, um, but yes, it is then. And, and also I'm just going to pop in there. If you do want my weights program, it, it is absolutely amazing. It is what I still do. So when I talked about that, I broke my toe, I couldn't do anything. I was in a moon boot and the first thing I thought of is, oh my God, I can't 
do cardio. I can't run, but I could walk a certain amount of time with my dog. And I came home and I did my gym exercise. And let me tell you what I saw. My muscle and my definition and in the muscle loss that I'd had all came back. When I went and saw my physio, she was like, oh my gosh, look at your muscles. (laughs) Look at that. So you can work even on a broken toe. Like absolutely. Like you always find a way. If you are determined enough, there's Mm -hmm. always a solution. You can always make time. You can always find out how you can do it. Always. Yeah. Yeah. At the level you're able to, like to your point, you didn't, you weren't running. That wasn't an option, but you could walk, you could do your weights. You could, you could do that. And I just want to bring this point up before we leave. You can still have your wine. If you're a wine drinker, you can still have your chocolate. If you're a chocolate eater, just yesterday, Jordanelle almonds are, are, or the lemoncello almonds are out for the spring season. And I love those. And you get nine and it's 160 calories. And I are, and I had tracked and I knew I had it. And rather than me just sitting next to the TV with the, you know, the bag, which is what I've done in the past, I counted out nine. It was fit in the palm of my hand. I was like, I'm going to enjoy every one of these and eat them slowly. And it was perfect. It was perfect. I didn't eat anymore. I didn't need anymore. And I weigh myself every day just because I want to track the data and I want to track the trends in my own body and the patterns in my own body. And there was a drop today um, because like I wasn't punished because I enjoyed, but I just enjoyed within healthy parameters. So, and I know you do too. Absolutely. I had wine last night. I think I had chocolate. Even I did. I had chocolate yesterday as well. And it had, you have to have those enjoyment. You have that enjoyment. It is so important. That's why it's all about that sustainability. Oh yeah. Forever. Exactly. Like, I mean, we, we, we went through deprivation through our twenties and our thirties and our teens, like, let's admit it. Like nobody Mm -hmm. wants, we don't need to be deprived anymore. We just need to be healthy and we need to let it work for us and us work the plan as well. So all of those links are in the show notes. Yvonne, thank you so much for being here. I'm going to have to have you back because I have so much fun talking (laughs) to you and I know my audience is going to love you as well. So Thank you again so much for being here and to you watching or to listening. Thank you as well. And remember prosperity becomes you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the prosperity approach. If you haven't already, be sure to head over to prosperityapproach.com slash 52 ways and pick up your free copy of the prosperity guide. This guide will help you discover 52 different ways to dissolve fear and overwhelm grow your wealth consciousness and experience success without struggle. Until next time, remember, the challenge is necessary on your journey to success, but the struggle isn't. 